0: Hey everybody, it's me, Emmy. I'm just your average coffee-loving girl trying to navigate life and what it means to follow Jesus. You see, I started this podcast as a way to keep me accountable in my personal Bible reading goals, and also I wanted to create a safe space to share how I'm applying God's word to my everyday situations. Honestly, I just have a lot of questions, and I figured, well, you probably do too. So why not just come along for the ride as I read through my devos and try to figure out life and Jesus. So grab your Bibles, grab your coffee, let's dive in. So today I wanted to do something a little differently from how I normally do my episodes of like diving into the devos. We normally go over some passages. I read, react, respond, and in real time try to apply it to my life in that current situation and just like pull from anything else that I find it relating to in that moment. But today I want to talk about a topic Um So yeah, that'll be kind of different. We are going to look at some verses, but it's not so much passage focused on how I normally do it. So today's episode is titled, The Fear of the Lord. Now, what does that even mean? So that's exactly why I want to dive into this topic. I think it'll be really good for us to explore what that even means. Now, the Bible does offer us a lot of instructions for how to live in the world that God created. But I've noticed that it's emphasized the fear of the Lord. And somewhere in Proverbs, it says how the fear of the Lord is a source of all wisdom. So if the fear of the Lord is a source of all wisdom and it is the connection between character and consequences, it's probably important to know what does that even mean? So fearing God means approaching him with an attitude of reverence for his character and a posture of obedience to his word. That's what I found when I looked it up. And today I want to look at some key verses that kind of show examples of or kind of like show examples and give us more details of what the fear of the Lord means and how it shapes the way we live or how it's meant to shape the way we live. So let's have some fun with what I found. So the fear of the Lord is the source of essence of Oh my goodness, I can't even talk today. (laughs) So, okay, number one, the fear of the Lord is the source and essence of wisdom. And we see that in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. But Job 28, 28 also says, "And he said to mankind, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to turn from evil is understanding. So here, what we're really seeing is, when we fear the lord in essence that's um that's when we begin to understand him and we get we begin to know him and that's where like our wisdom comes not so much like ooh fear spooky like that's what I kind of want to tackle as we go through today's episode is that fear does not necessarily mean scary but we're looking at god's word with reverence so Number two, the fear of the Lord describes the character of Jesus. And Isaiah chapter 11 verses 2 to 3 say, The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and strength, a spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delay will be in the fear of the Lord. So that we know is talking about our BFF Jesus and I didn't really have like anything prepped to go like real in depth because I am not a Bible scholar. So you guys are just kind of getting um, I want to say it's like surface level of uh, where we can understand it together. But please don't take this as diving in super deep. You should definitely do more research if you want to know more about um, what it means to fear the Lord. So the fear of the Lord provokes terror at God's presence. And the example here is 2 Chronicles chapter 17, verse 10. The fear of the Lord fell on all the kingdoms of the land surrounding Judah so that they did not go to war against Jehoshaphat. Talk about having God on your side. <laughs> he done inflicted fear so that nobody would go to war against the king of that time, which was Jehoshaphat. Okay, now the fear of the Lord is connected with knowing God's word. In a little bit, we saw that in the first example of the fear of the Lord being wisdom but now we're seeing it connected with knowing God's word and the example here is Psalm 19 verse 9 the fear of the Lord is pure enduring forever the ordinances of the Lord are reliable and altogether righteous the fear of the Lord instills trust Um, a lot of the examples you're going to see that we're pulling from are Proverbs so this one is Proverbs chapter 14 verse 26 in the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence and his children have refuge. The fear of the Lord also holds more value than great treasure. And that's what it says in Proverbs 15:16. Better a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure with turmoil. And let's just talk about it. I'd rather have a little bit um I guess me thinking of an example financially I'd rather have a little bit but with the Lord's blessing. And him being with me, then have big money, be a big baller out here with all this cash and have my life be in turmoil because I don't have the peace and presence of the Lord in it every single day. So for this example, when I'm thinking fear of the Lord, I'm thinking more of like his presence in my life. Um, OK, so the fear of the Lord also enables us to turn from evil. Um, Proverbs 16 verse 6 says iniquity is atoned for by loyalty and faithfulness, and one turns from evil by the fear of the Lord. So that's kind of self explanatory. You if you fear the Lord and you have a better understanding of Him and you trust Him and you value His presence as greater than anything else, and you understand that it's describing the character of Jesus, right? Those are all the examples I've given so far, then needless to say, it's going to help us turn away from evil because we are connecting more with God, his word, who he is. So that kind of just made sense to me. Also, I lost my train of thought. Now I'm back. Okay. Also, the fear of the Lord leads to life. Yes, I'm here for life, for big happiness, for big fulfillment of life. Um, So the example here is... Proverbs 19, 23. The fear of the Lord leads to life. One will sleep at night without danger. Now, hear me out when I tell you this, that Jesus said that he has come to give us life and for us to live life to the fullest. Okay, full. All the way, full, F-U-L-L. Not half, not running on empty, not medium, mediocre, full life. So if the fear of the Lord leads to life and this life that's promised to me is a life full, then I want to fear the Lord, but in order for me to do that effectively, I need to understand what it means, which is why we're diving into his word today. Because it's hard. And sometimes the Bible uses phrases that I want to say are not fully clear to me, maybe to you too. And so it's always very important to like take a pause. Oh, I don't know if y'all could hear that, but there is a crazy car and or motorcycle riding around in our apartment complex. And that was wild. I heard it so loud. Okay. So, um, it can be really hard to follow God when you don't exactly know necessarily what he's asking of you. And so I know that the Bible uses a lot of phrases and one of them, the fear of the Lord, to me, it was kind of like, like, I didn't fully understand it. So how can I effectively follow Jesus and figure out life if I don't know what that means? Like, if the Bible tells me how to live for God in the world that he created, And I don't know one of the things that he's put in place for me to live like the proper way, then, you know, I'm like that's setting me up a little bit for failure. So it's my job to then dive in and be like, hey, I don't understand it. How can I understand this better? Um, Okay, so let me continue with where we were. Okay, so the last one I said was the fear of the Lord leads to life. So now the fear of the Lord motivates us to share the gospel. 2 second corinthians 5 11 says therefore since we know the fear of the lord we try to persuade people what w- what we are is plain to god and i hope it is also plain to your consciences so the fear of the lord motivates us to share the cause co- the gospel now of course as you can tell from the last few minutes that we are not fearing god like ooh spooky scary we are fearing lord respectfully we are understanding him We are getting wisdom, we are valuing him, we are turning from evil, we are embracing the fullness of life and joy that we have in him, which all of those things combined should motivate us to share the gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel is a word that just means sharing the good news. And what is the good news? What is this good news that we should be sharing? It is the good news of Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus why is Jesus important? Why am I even sharing about Jesus? And here's the thing. You can know the message of Jesus Christ and why he came to earth to save us. And you can know that he loves us. And you can know John 3 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. But if you don't believe that, to the core of your being, and that is not what motivates you, kind of, right? Like, many things can motivate you, but if that's not one of the things motivating you in life, then you are not going to really want to share that. Um, I just, I give the example to my kids, like, when you're super excited about something, what is the first thing you want to do? And usually they say, oh, I want to share it with my best friend, or I want to tell my mom and dad, or I want to tell my sibling. Some people want to tell their dog first, and that's cool, too, but... (laughs) The common theme here is when you have something exciting, um, you want to share it. And so when you have something so awesome happening in your life or you're really excited about something, it makes you want to share it. When you really, really love something, you want to share that with people. If you have a new favorite show, you want to recommend it. If you have a new favorite podcast like the Jesus Coffee you know, Life podcast that you want to share with your friends and family or like and subscribe or you know, leave a review, <laughs> you want to share it with people. Um, so when you're excited about the gospel, and when you really love Jesus and you know who He is and and you have all of that motivating you on a daily, then it makes it easy to share the gospel. And it makes it easy when you reverence God and when you respect His word and you're internalizing His word and and when you value Him and His word more than the greatest treasure. Out of that overflow of excitement and love for God and his word, you're going to want to share it. It is just the next natural step, which is which is why it's also a commandment. Like Jesus told us in Matthew, the Great Commission is just that, like, go into all the world and share the good news and make disciples. He knew, which I'm sure he knew, right? Like, it's not explicitly written, but here I am bringing my own thoughts to this, where He knew that if we loved him enough and we understood who he was and the core of his message and his word, then naturally the next step would be for us to share it all over. But he also gave us some guidelines because don't just share the good news, but like do some follow up, aka discipleship. But that's where I'm I'm like, this is really crazy, I guess, right now I'm making all these connections, right? Where the fear of the Lord has nothing to do with actual like, ah, spooky, spooky, scary. And it has everything to do with our attitude of like reverence and respect towards him and towards his character but also very much a posture of how we take a stance to obey his word so the fear of the lord is very much obedience to his word and reverence of his character and last but certainly not least on today's little list of the fear of the lord I want to talk about how the fear of the Lord is the posture of God's people. In Proverbs 23, verse 17 says, Don't let your heart envy sinners. Instead, always fear the Lord. We are not here to look at people so much as we're here to focus on God. Now, hear me out. I'm not saying that people aren't important. We should love people. God tells us, love God, love people. Those are the two main commandments. Okay, I'm with it. Jesus said it. I believe it. But what Proverbs is telling us here is like, don't get so caught up in what everybody else is doing. That you're losing focus of of what's really important here. And that is God. And what God has for you and what he wants to do in your life. And that's going to look very different than what he wants to do in everybody else's life. And for me, that also means like, don't get caught up with the people (laughs) that aren't necessarily following jesus and i see their life prospering and that kind of brings me back to my buddy dave right because he used to get upset all the time like why are these enemies like why are they prospering these evildoers don't deserve nothing and they're out here getting the most and i'm over here suffering and yes that happens in real life and it's frustrating but if i'm always focused on them I'm never going to move forward in my relationship with God and I'm never going to embrace everything that God has for me because everything that God has for me is so unique to me. Everything that God wants to give me is so unique for what he wants to use me for. And so if I get caught up in everybody around me, I'm losing sight of the purpose of why he put me here on this earth. I may not ever fully understand why I'm here. I am kind of like moving from season to season. And in this current season, my purpose is a children's pastor. And I'm loving all my kids. And I am discipling my nuggets. And I am just loving Jesus and hopefully showing that love of Jesus to them and trying to teach them how to follow Jesus as I'm trying to figure out what it means to follow Jesus. But as I understand more, and I have way more to understand, but as I understand more, of what the fear of the Lord is, I'm really seeing that it's the posture of God's people. It's the posture of me, I'm God's people. And it's the posture of my heart and how I interact with him and those around me. And your girl got a lot to work on. And in this heart of mine, heart oh mine here, um, sometimes I do get frustrated and I get caught up on what everybody else is around me or who's accomplishing what, and I get into comparison a lot and it's like really, really, really bad for my self-esteem and my anxiety, but it doesn't mean that I stop doing it. I need help, um, but I can get really, really trapped in the comparison game of what everybody else is doing around me and where I think I should be and what I think I should be doing and in comparison to what I see people around me accomplishing and doing. But but I was reminded recently by a friend that that what we see a lot of times on social media and what we see as big accomplishments we don't we don't always see the struggle and the battles and the sacrifices it took to get there and everybody's on their own journey and i have to be on my journey and focus on my journey when i spend more time and exhaustive resources of my mental capacity um worrying about everybody else's journey i am doing a disservice to myself i am discrediting the time that i should be spending on myself and on my journey and and instead of looking around and being like, hey, God, it's not fair that so-and-so has this and so-and-so did this. And why am I not there yet? And why can't I have this and that? And and I feel like God sometimes is just like, hey, you let me? Calm down. I am not asking you to do those things. I am asking you to do what I'm asking you to do. and I need you to take care of that first. And so it kind of just brings me back and says, Lord, if I'm fearing you and I'm reverencing you and, and I'm trying to obey your word, then that means I need to have the right posture. And for me right now, what does that mean? That means, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to accomplish in this season that is so far removed from anybody else around me? Like, I don't want to compare myself to those around me. I want to come and accomplish and do what you brought me here to do. And whatever that's meant to look like in this season. Um, As I journey with Jesus and as I love him more and more every day, I am so not good at it. But I learned so much. And I'm learning to love him more and more. So to kind of sum up everything I just, I guess I would have rambled on about. The fear of the Lord is the source and essence of wisdom. It describes the character of Jesus, provokes terror at God's presence. It is connected with knowing God's word, instills trust, holds more value than great treasure, enables us to turn from evil, leads to life, motivates us to share the gospel, And it is the posture of God's people. Well, thank you, God, for allowing me to explore a little bit what that means, the fear of the Lord, and have some passages and verses of scripture that connect with that or give an example. I pray that you can help us to have the right attitude of reverence for your character and to have a posture of obedience always when it comes to your word. And Father, help us to fully understand in more detail as we learn and grow what it means to fear you and how that is supposed to shape our lives every, each and every day. Um, I thank you because you are so good to me. And even when I mess up and I don't always get it right. And I don't always know what you mean. You, by your Holy Spirit, reveal your word to me. And help me understand things more and more each and every day. So thank you for that, Father. And I thank you for all of my friends, Jesus. Because they are super awesome. And they keep coming back. And we keep having an awesome time together. So thank you so much for tuning in. And for kind of just hearing my thoughts in my heart as I share about this topic which was kind of different from how we normally do things here but not to fear the next episode we will be back to our previously scheduled program of reading our devos reacting responding figuring out life figuring out jesus and all the fun stuff in between so i will catch you on the next one i love you my friends and i'll see you real soon bye